Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. I am back after the holidays and hopefully you're back too listening. We ha- had a little bit of a break there, all spending time with some family and all the craziness that goes on during the holidays. That was pretty fun. Anyways, it's a new year now. Uh, ha- I have lots of things to talk about, so that's kind of exciting. But today, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. For those of you who've been following me for a little while, know that I have a Facebook group called uh, Higher Purpose Learning. And the reason I put that group together is because I found many, many years ago um, that I wanted more of a safe place for people to ask questions and talk about spiritual stuff that they wanted to talk about or things that would happen to them. And when you years ago before groups were popular when you do it on like a Facebook page or um, somebody's profile obviously friends and family and everybody can see what you comment and everything and I found that that wasn't very conducive to helping some of the people who were shy and concerned about what their friends and family would think or just to other people so anyways I created this group called the higher purpose learning group and if you're not in it and would like to join it, I'll post the link below because um, it's a really great group that I have a couple of assistants in. We have a lot of really great people in and we monitor the group to make sure it's not spammy. And we also monitor it to make sure that's like got a really positive vibe. And I'm going to get into some other interesting questions today that, that we'll talk a little bit more about the positive vibe thing and all of that. So why why this show is different is because I decided there was a lot of really good questions in the group lately and normally me or my assistants will go in and we will answer the questions or try to give some guidance there but some of these were really good and I thought well it would just you know these would make a really good podcast these would this would I think that some of these subjects would really help a lot of people and so I, so that's what today's podcast is going to be on. Today I'm going to be answering some questions, answering some things from that the people had posted in my Higher Purpose Learning group, and we're going to be talking about that because I, I really think that a lot of this will be helpful to other people as well. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to be talking about a giveaway that I'm going to be doing as well, and so you'll want to stay tuned for that. I'll also be posting the link for that because it's going to be... A, a fun, good giveaway. Anyways, um, so I'm going to just say first names for these. If you're in the group, um, you'll be able to find the post or whatever, so you can read the, the total post. On some of these, I'm just going to be po- talking about the, the relevant parts of the post. So anyways, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, so there was a question by a new member named John who, during the post, talks about having basically there's you know um, some background with him having experience with uh, spirits and in um, a different place that he's moved into and he's had visions so basically from what I'm reading in the the post there is uh, some psychic development here so he's got a he he's psychically sensitive so we're dealing with somebody who's psychically sensitive and one of the things that he had a question about was uh, dreams. Again, this is something like I was talking about. I've, I'm sure I've been talking about this before, but 
uh, my questions, the questions in my groups, which is really interesting, they tend to come in waves and phases of the same type of question over and over for a few months. So the theme lately has been a lot about dreams and sleep. And so we have a few of those. But anyways, uh, this John had a question about dreams or about a dream that he had. And he was talking about being at a picnic with many friends from college and, and family members were there. And so many people at this picnic and they were he was that they were struggling to find food and all this kind of stuff. But here's the part that caught him off guard. As I was walking around the picnic, a young woman who I didn't recognize came up to me and asked, are you developing your psychic abilities? You can make money. I was taken aback by her question and critical of her statement. I immediately responded, it's not about the money. And I walked away and that was it. And so his question is, I'm not asking anyone to analyze my dream. If you can, if you'd like, or you know, you can. But have you ever received messages again that went against who you are or that tried to change a belief or a feeling that you had? If so, how did it turn out? My gut feeling is that the woman in my dream doesn't have my best interest in mind. Now, that is very true in this regard. Um, but then into the um, subject that we were talking about, there was a lot of comments that was talking to him about money. So I want to cover both sides. It, in John's background here, he talks about seeing some spirits and then seeing some not so good entities and some some good entities just at different times in his life during er, and around this place. And this is what happens when people uh, begin to psychically develop something. Well, I want to say sometimes, but actually many times. And so this is why I talk to everybody about it's really super important to have proper training. And we're going to get into this even with another question that I have that we'll get into some of the negative versus light and all that. And so what can happen when you're dealing with spirits? What can happen when you open yourself up to um, with your psychic senses and you're not necessarily properly trained or mentored in a way that you kind of know how to navigate through these areas? Um, and I do want to say that sometimes it just happens. It's not like sometimes people are not just like practicing it. They just naturally have an ability to be, um, you know, very psychically sensitive. And then they naturally tune into spirits that are good and spirits that are not so good. They just the, they just don't know how to deal with the different realms, the, the light, the dark and all that sort of thing. And so that's where the mentoring and the teaching comes in really handy. So anyways. What happens during the time where you're starting, if you're psychically opening and you're starting to psychically sensitive and you're starting to see bad entities or things that you don't like, you need to be able to clear your space, number one. So um, I'm assuming that uh, John had his dream in the, the house that he was talking about that he'd seen many spirits. So what the, one of the first things that you want to do is you want to learn how to create a basically uh, a safe barrier, a nice energetic barrier around your house um, or your place where you hang out, that, that your safe place, you know, where you sleep and all that. You want to learn when you're, you're psychically opening how to create this barrier. And you can energetically do this when you, when you lay down and go to sleep. But there's also other things that you can do. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that a lot of people like to do is you can create energetic barriers with crystals. Um, 
that's one thing that you can do. And I especially suggest doing that where you're sleeping, if you're psychically opening up. Um, There's some very specific crystals that help to keep away negative energy and that sort of thing. Uh, Smoky quartz is really good for that. Um, Amethyst is really good in your bedroom because it keeps your, it's like an aura cleanser. Um, Obsidian, I love. Obsidian should really be a a staple stone if you're psychically sensitive because that really creates a nice buffer around. And I also like clear quartz for things like that. Um, We also keep Merkaba stones in our rooms because it helps to raise the vibration really high. When, uh, When you raise the vibration of your space, really high the a lower vibration entity has a very hard time breaking through the energetic barrier of your home or your safety area and that's why you're trained to do that when you're dealing with spirits you're trained to do that with your spiritual body as you're trained to keep a high vibration during the time that you're dealing with spirits now it this it's unrealistic to think that you're gonna you know this gets into a whole new thing but like when you're learning to connect with spirits it's unrealistic to think that you're going to hold a high vibration all the time because we're human and that's just not going to happen all the time but in these cases doing it before you go to bed is very important and then doing it before you try to connect in with spirit is very important so the first thing that i would do is you want to keep your room clear of um, clutter because this sounds really weird but um, (coughs) clutter collects um, weird energy it collects um, clutter and dust can collect just it it holds energy so it makes energy not move and flow real nicely so you want to kind of make sure that your sleeping space is cleared of um, clutter and dust as best that you can the next thing is I like to have crystals you can put them around your space the third thing is you want to start doing some meditations before you go to go to bed at night Um, well meditation slash visualizations I have a really good angel meditation that, you know, I'm really going to just have to upload that angel meditation on YouTube, I think. Um, I have some other, another meditation on there that does really well. Anyways, uh, if, if you're not following my, me on YouTube, you'll probably want to do that because that's probably where I'm going to end up uploading the angel meditation. So when you lay down before you go to bed, especially, especially if you're prone to be having spirit contact in dreams, such as John obviously is prone to that, um, you want to imagine that, that there's a white light that surrounds your bed, a white light that comes in and kind of bubbles around your space. But the most important thing during that time is to actually be working with your angels. Your angels are really good barriers for um, uh, keeping a lower vibration entity away from your astro travel state because most people astro travel average of three times a night doesn't or three times a week whether they know it or don't doesn't really matter uh the point is that you do so that's really a good time to have the spiritual protection with your angels and they're they're really good guardians they're they really are do a good job of keeping your energetic space very protected <clears throat> so you would want to call in um the thrones and the principalities and you would want to ask them to please post up around your bed um, six usually two on each side one at the end of the, of the headboard and one at the um, footboard so you want to have them protecting around you then you ask only the highest vibrations to come through that's the next part um, and allow for a nice exit and entry so those are things that I would highly suggest that you do it do I and I know my 
my family, we like to also shower at night. It's a, it's, it's really good for those who are sensitive. It's very grounding, but we can all feel the energy. All of us who are very psychically sensitive in our family, you can feel the energy that you pick up with you throughout the um, day. Like it can, it feels like you've rolled in dirt sometimes. I can feel it much stronger some days than I can others and I just you need to shower to get it off sometimes so I like to go shower then go to bed because I've energetically just cleared uh, water is a super good energy cleanser and it's just washed away all the excess junk that you bring home with you it feels really nice and good so anyways let's say you've done all of that and then something happens during a dream how are you how do you tell if it is a spirit who doesn't have your best interest in heart well let's ask the first question are there spirits that do not have your best interest at heart when you learn to start dealing with spirits yes absolutely hundred percent so again that's why I suggest you learn how to tell the difference so we're just gonna do a little 101 here on how to tell the difference um, the first thing is usually you will have a, a very strong gut feeling that something is not right it's not matching uh, secondly they tend to have a not positive vibe to them so if a spirit doesn't have your best interest at heart you will feel a different vibe it will feel uh, less than positive we'll say so that is the, the number one thing you're you're going to want to look for did this make me feel good did this make me not feel so good did this message feel good to me did it not feel so good to me these spirits when you're dealing with stuff um, like this particular type of thing or even other particular types of things where you're trying to tune into your spirit guide or tune into angels and you, you may not be properly doing that um, many times uh, sneaky spirits will take advantage of that and they'll come through and try to post up messages for you and the the way that you can tell is again does it feel good? Does a message feel good? Not particularly paying attention to the words itself, but how did the message feel to you? How does it feel? If it doesn't, if it has that negative type of feeling or that tight gut feeling, just something's not right, you want to disregard it immediately. Because any type of spiritual message that you're getting, even if it's information you think that you wouldn't necessarily want to have, because I'm sure that there's people out there going, well, what if there's something that, you know, they're telling you that's true, but it's maybe something that you don't really want to hear. You'll feel it in your spiritual body. You'll feel some type of alignment that feels like, hmm, yeah, something about this feels right. And that's one of the main things is you want to really pay attention to what's feeling right and what's feeling onto you and what's feeling off. And we're going to get into that with some other stuff um, about a reading in a, in a minute too. So um, the key thing here is obviously it didn't feel right to him my gut feeling is the woman in my dream doesn't have my best interest at heart absolutely that is what was happening here and the other thing is spirits like to play on your fears or um, things also so that's another scenario oftentimes something that you're fearful about they love to bring in and start working it work in their magic with their, your mind and and trying to get you fearful to do something that maybe you should do or try, you know that they play with fear a lot so if you have dreams that are filled with fear or worry or anxiety usually 
usually those are being guided by a lower vibration spirit. Um, when you're dealing with a higher vibration spirit, such as your guide or angels or things like that, the ones that you're wanting to be guided by, those don't have a negative tone to them. And I've even had people say, well, I've had a dream of, you know, a loved one who's passed over and they were behaving a certain way that made me uncomfortable or uh, like they were mad or they, they were being angry at me or, you know, they were being sad or unhappy. Uh, when your loved ones pass over, they don't go into a world of, uh, of um, you know, low vibration more often than not. It's, it's very rare that they do that. So when they're coming across to you, um, if they're coming across feeling sad or angry or whatever, that's a really, really good indicator that you're dealing with a spirit that's basically messing with you. Um, so the key here is two things. One, I feel from what that John, you've said that you definitely need to do some more, um, you know, oh, and I, did I miss, I may have missed it, the burning incense um, around your space. You'll want to try to um, put more of an energetic barrier around your home. You'll want to try to make sure that you're doing some meditations to clear out your space. You'll want to make sure that you're um, using incense and, and doing things like that and really putting a barrier up around your your place for for one then when you get into your dreams if you're having things like that happen um, you'll want to do a clearing on your house and your room asking all low entities to be basically kicked out of your space they're not allowed in that area and put up an energetic barrier because um, they they will and love to mess with you the thing here is that I really like is that John was super aware um, just by asking this question, uh, if that there was something that was off to him. And so that was really great awareness. It didn't feel right. So that was a really good one, which kind of sort of goes into this next question that I have by, um, Nicole. She actually had two questions in the group. Um, but I liked both of them. I thought that they were really good. So I wanted to get into that a little bit more, which was, I had a reading done with a local psychic last night, and some of the stuff she said didn't quite line up with the message and signs I thought I had received from my spirit guides. How do I know for certain who is more right on track, or even is there a right track? I often, or I always open up any reading that I ever do with, First and foremost, I don't care if it's me or anybody else who's reading you. If you ever, ever have readings, you always, always trust your gut. I don't care who's giving you the reading. That is the number one rule of thumb, hands down, always. And I tell all my clients that too. Um, I tell them that because I feel like a, readers don't tell people that. And I feel like that that's wrong. The, the, the person who's being read needs to have the proper information. And some of that information is that their gut and their gut instinct is more tied to what's right and wrong on their spiritual journey and the information they're receiving than anybody else on this planet. They are very in tune with that. So if their gut feeling is telling them something's off, you, Nicole, you have to go with your gut feeling. 
And here's, here's why. Because what a reader does is we, as a psychics or readers, we tune into your energy. And, we, and when we tune into your energy, we begin to see pictures. We translate those pictures into your spiritual journey and what's happening, what's happened in the past, what's happening in the, for, the, the future and all that sort of thing. And so what we basically are doing is we're translating. We're translating information. Now, I tend to have a, a quite high accuracy rate. I've, I've from, I shouldn't be just saying that. That just sounds weird when I say that about myself. But I tend to generally not have issues with this. But I, because I've been into, in the industry for so long, I have seen many of people who were professional psychics who did off readings. And maybe they didn't do them all the time. Um, they may have been off that day. They may have been having an off vibe. I, who knows? It could have been um, they weren't gelling with the client. I, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really matter how many are wrong or right. But you would be surprised at how many people who do readings for a living are off. Even some really well-known ones. So you would be surprised at that. And it's not that they're off all the time. Like I said, every, we're translating information. It might just be that they had an off week. I don't know. But the, so the key there is to really pay attention. Does the information that you're receiving feel aligned to you? Does it feel right? Your gut, your being will give you some type of indication. You'll feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Your, your being will feel aligned with the information. It'll feel like, oh, yeah, that, that somehow I, I can see that. I can feel that that feels right to me. That's how it should feel. If it's not feeling that way and you're like, mm, I'm not seeing this, I'm not getting it, something just doesn't feel like it's fitting, kind of like you're putting together a puzzle and you're getting all the wrong pieces, but all the pieces are there. See, that's kind of what it's like. And so if the puzzle's not quite fitting for you, you want to disregard that information and just kind of let that fall out of your life. I've just seen too many people come to me that have just held on to that information and some of it inaccurate information and some of it was just translated inaccurately. Um, and then it's kind of messed with them a little bit. So definitely trust your gut and anything that you're going to be aligned with, you just want to take that in. The rest of it, just let it go. Um, there was another question by Nicole, Nicole that was uh, talking about her son and kids. I love to talk about the kid thing. Um, since my son could speak, he's been doing this thing where he answers out loud to my internal thoughts. First time I ever noticed that, first time I ever noticed it was when we were driving in the car. For some reason, I was calling his name and uh, in my head and from the back seat, I heard him say, yes, mommy. It shocked me because he was under two and and honestly, barely even speaking at the time. Now he's almost four, and this has happened on numerous occasions. Is there anything I should specifically do, be doing for him? Um, there's nothing necessarily you should specifically be doing for him other than realizing that he will be very different than other children. And what, I, what that means is when they're very psychically sensitive or highly sensitive, um, you just want to be aware of that because uh, their behaviors can be a little bit different. Um, so they're, they become very aware of energies of people. And um, you, you will want to pay very close attention to if they like pe certain people, if they don't like certain people. 
that's really important. Don't force your son to be around people who he doesn't like. Doesn't matter if you love them. Um, you always want to really uh, love and support their their spiritual um, their spiritual self, their spiritual uh, information that's coming through, and you want them to be comfortable with that, and and you want to create an environment with them where they know that they can trust you with any spiritual information that they're getting and they can just be themselves. If you kind of, if you shut it down and be like, well, I don't know why you don't want to be around that person or I don't know why you're saying that. Um, if you start, the more that you kind of shut it down, we'll, we'll actually shut it down and it will shut down the, the intuition and, and, and who they are. And that can create problems where they start um, questioning a lot of things and they stop kind of naturally being uh, very intuitive and very psychic because they think it's wrong and so it can become trained out of them so you want to encourage it and encourage uh, ask a lot of questions if they say that you should do something or have some information come to them then you want to be like you you want to say you know well why do you think we should do that or that's really interesting or what did you think about that if they have a lot of times they'll have vivid dreams of, and they will not call them dreams. They will call them um, spirit visits or they've seen their angel or their guides or whatever. Um, and you want to you wanna learn more about it. You want to ask them and just be like, oh, what is their name? What did they tell you? How old were the people who visited you, you in your dream? Um, you know, there's, they come with an array of uh, knowledge that they can gain that they they can pull from the spiritual side and from the physical side and so they're just kind of like a walking uh, book of knowledge and they don't see any way to separate it usually when they're like that so that's a super cool thing uh, my kids were like that and uh, when they were younger and they would tell me all kinds of things I'm sure that most people who've listened to the podcast has um heard me talk about it over and over but they would talk, talk to me about their past lives and when um, their spirit guide would show up and where that they were walking and um, when their angels were there and what they needed and it was a really really cool the other thing though just before I get on to the next question here is that usually um, also when you're dealing with kids and they like get like a flu or like a cold or something they many times need to be treated a little bit different than just your regular children that just you can go give an antibiotic to or whatever. You'll want to be really, um, they tend to have more sensitive stomachs. Um, you can, I can almost always tell a really sensitive child, um, even when they're like six months old or three months old, because their tummies tend to be more sensitive to um, formulas and regular foods than, than other kids. So if you, sensitive stomachs, comes comes along with that so you want to watch diets and different things like that um, and then also in our family we used a lot of um, alternative medicine with western medicine as well we always did the antibiotics and the doctors and all of that but um, especially my son responded way stronger to alternative medicine when we did both I never usually did one or the other I always just did both never really hurt anything so that's another thing that you want to watch for um, I forgive me if I say this wrong but I think it was it's Dina so anyways there was a picture posted in um, the higher purpose purpose learning group and uh, she had said that a friend had basically said that they were um, it was kind of a rainbow picture so um, it was an accidental picture that had been taken and there was a lot of rainbowy looking 
um, shards of light that went out from the person all around the person. And um, somebody had mentioned to her that they were etheric cords that were attached to people who they haven't released. And if you could um, see this, I mean, there was like, you know, hundreds of little streaks of light. Um, that ab And she said, my poor aura is muffled because this is what she was feeling was happening. Uh, that is not the case uh, on many regular cameras, uh, you will not see aura-type pictures. It doesn't mean you can't catch things like that on cameras, um, but the chances of seeing them many times are really, really, really slim. Like, I mean, out of a thousand pictures, you may catch something on one. I used to do spare photography, so it, it's kind of interesting. Um, the other thing is usually most spiritual type stuff like that in, in aura photography also is used with a totally different camera. By the way, if you go to the, like the psychic shows, it's a whole different camera that they're using for aura photography. Um, but also when you get into spirit photography, I've had a lot of people um, that have had orbs caught on camera and stuff. When you really catch some cool spirits and stuff, it's really interesting and you'll know immediately because you will catch something that looks like smoke. It is the most bizarre, crazy thing. So um, in usually when I've caught anything such like such as that on camera, they've been in places that I absolutely knew or I knew immediately when I seen the picture because I knew that the, there was high spiritual energy. I've had one of, one of the old houses that we lived in at different times. I had taken several pictures that caught this crazy smoke on camera, of course. It's the same old thing. You knew, you know, always knew it wasn't there when you took the picture. And it, it is, it is, I wished I had those pictures with me here, but I, I don't think I have them anymore. Anyways, um, but the, the areas that the smoke had shown up in, in the, in the, I don't want to say beings, but the forms um, would show up. They, it w was in a high uh, spirit area, high spirit check. So, that was the first thing is um, those it wasn't aura cords that were caught in here. But here's the interesting thing that I, I also found interesting. Uh, she said she um, had been reading pros and cons to cutting cords and it made her nervous. So she figured she'd do a balancing meditation. I'm not really sure why that um, reading or why cutting cords made her nervous or made you nervous, Dina. Uh, but for any of those who are out there who want to try cutting cords it is there it's nothing to be scary about is scared about it, it half the people or i would say even more than half people who cut cords don't even feel it um they don't really even notice a difference to tell you the truth if we're going to be straight up honest a lot of people can cut cords and not even tell a difference so um there's absolutely nothing to be worried about it's basically in, in to just if you're wondering what that is if you want to do something very quick you would uh you know do a meditation sit with your eyes closed usually want to do it with specific people um you want to imagine a giant scissors and you want to cut a cord that's between you and the another person many times it, it's it can be any area on your body many times it shows they will show up as colors gold or silver very common uh, and you want to imagine it clipping and you want to imagine the cord kind of going away into the person 
And the reason that you would want to cut cords for people is, uh, the theory behind it is when you're, you're feeling too attached to somebody that you just really want to release their energy out of your system and, you know, just kind of get it away from you, whether you feel like they're toxic or you just don't want to be attached to them anymore or whatever the reason, that's kind of the theory behind it. But um, there's really nothing that's going to happen with you doing that. You can energetically cut and trim and shave all day. Um, so there's another one. Cat is asked, and I have had, like I said before, I've had a few questions about this. Man, I just... I thought that this would be a short podcast, by the way, and I'm like halfway through. So uh, Kat says, um, has anyone else been struggling to, uh, with sleeping lately? I'm lucky to get two to three hours, and that's a battle. Uh, no worries, just wondering. This is so common when you're spiritually awakening. I cannot tell you enough because apparently um, I say it a lot, and people are still wondering what's happening. So when you're spiritually awakening, when you raise your vibration, you will find that you don't sleep very well usually. And energetic waves that come through, like I've talked about before, can definitely affect it um, where there's a high intense energy um, and spirit activity at night. And if you're highly sensitive, you're just very prone to being uh, awake a lot uh, during the night or, or, or getting very um, small bouts of sleep. It's funny because I actually, my son had me download a sleep app and I don't hardly sleep very well at all. Never have. I, I just, I'm very lucid. I'm very astro travel-y. I remember a lot of that stuff, but I thought I would do it just for fun, just to see like, okay, I know I'm a light sleeper and I know I'm very astro travel-y and off and doing all these things. And, and so, but I'm kind of curious to what this app is going to say. And I have to tell you the first night. There, you're supposed to have so many minutes of deep sleep and so many minutes of whatever. And the first night I had like 40 minutes of deep sleep. And I'm like, yep, okay, there we go. I knew it. And I tell him, you know, I had like 40 minutes of deep sleep. Oh, mom, it'll get better. Don't worry about it. And uh, the next night I had 14, 14 minutes of deep sleep. I'm like, and everyone's like, you know, that's not good. I'm like, hey, I told you guys, this is just the life of being psychically sensitive. But what does make a difference when you're spiritually awakening, and I actually can prove it on the app now, um, and when you're psychically sensitive is the grounding aspect before you go to sleep. And uh, a lot of that uh, is also tied to exercise. Um, uh, that's why I like to exercise at night. I like to do a lot of things at night. You know, night is just great if you're psychically sensitive. Everything, I could just go shopping and do all my stuff at night it's so nice the energy is so less chaotic and such less white noise it's amazing love it anyways um and I don't mind being awake at night well for those of you who have to get up and like travel to work early or whatever I imagine that that really is a bummer um but since I kind of work late at night anyways and I work out of home I can you know stay and work late anyways so that being said it's super common when you're psychically sensitive you're very aware of the spiritual energy which is heightened at night and so it's a very common thing my suggestion is to exercise at night to really ground yourself so that you're not so tuned into the psychic energy the spiritual energy that's going on at night 
you're you're just very tuned into it and very aware and it keeps you from going into a deep sleep if you can ground yourself really heavily that is super helpful just so that you know um the other let's see i may have to get to some of these in another podcast um i will get to one more i think and then i'm i might break this up into two so hopefully that you you will enjoy that um Okay, so here's another one. Uh, Carly. I'm going to read a little bit more of this because I find this an interesting topic. Uh, I have a weird situation, and she said over a year ago, I had to find a new roommate. Her energy was good for the first five or six months, but then her true colors started to show. Now it's been over a year. She won't compromise, communicate, and she's constantly manipulating people to benefit her and her needs. She won't take responsibility for anything, and living with her has become an energetic nightmare for me. I really, here's the thing that kind of really caught my attention. I really want her to choose to move out on her own. (laughs) Good luck with that. Um, Is there any way to push out energetically or to send negative or bad energy people away? That's the first part of the thing that I'm going to answer, and then the second part will be shortly after. Um... I'll just read it now, though. I feel that I keep attracting people with this kind of a personality and it's that seem nice up front but ends up being completely selfish and using me as their way to keep from happening as well. Um, unfortunately, Carly, one of the things that I'm noticing and I'm feeling from this question is you tend to really shut your intuition out. You really tend to tune that down. I see this often with people who want to develop because they don't um, – what would I say? They, they don't trust their intuition. And so they train themselves to go with more surfacey stuff. Like they've probably been taught to do their whole life by friends, family, parents, whatever. And so, oh, the, they seem reasonably nice or, you know, they're talking to me nice. They, they're financially stable. They start going really left brain on, um, on what they're, they're choosing to do or how, how they're choosing a roommate, how they're choosing people to hang out with. And they don't listen to the thoughts or the feelings or the intuition. If I could talk to Carly directly, my guess is, and Carly, if you're listening, think back because if you kind of think back and kind of feel with your chest area, I'm almost positive that you would say that there were some red flags but you kind of brush them under the rug or just sort of thought, oh, that can't be. You may not remember now because it's been five to six months, but that almost always is the case with stuff like this. And so you tend to have a pattern, it seems to me, that you are really not trusting your own intuition or not realizing that you have um, a strong intuitive sense. And instead of using that to guide you with who is in your environment and what type of personality you're hanging out with, you're allowing the other part of you to go, oh, they seem okay. So you're basically, you're choosing people not with your intuition and not trusting anything with your intuition and or not even checking with your intuition when you're allowing people into your circle. That's where I'd like to see you shift is I'd like to see you just disregard any way that you've ever met and become friends with people from the past at all. And your keywords 
from here on out, anytime you meet people in your circle should be, how does this person feel to me? Do they feel good? Do they feel upfront? Do they feel shady? I mean, just constantly. And I want to do it with every single person that you meet and become friends with and bring into your circle. How do they feel to you? How do they feel to you? Just keep hammering that home until you start learning how it feels in the chest center and how that you're learning to um, be around people, how, how their energy feels to you. Because like I said, I can tell that you're choosing people not based on their energetic and that is a huge problem. Um, the, the second thing is I believe from what I'm reading here that you're also starting to spiritually awaken. When you're starting to spiritually awaken, I believe that you probably have some people in your life or what happens is many people have people from their past or that they've been friends with or whatever for so long, for a long time. When you begin to spiritually awaken and your vibration raises, you start to mismatch with those people. You don't tend to vibe with them anymore. They start to feel weird and icky to you where they were feeling fine to you before. So that's another thing that it's, it, it seems very apparent from what you've written that you, your vibration is raising more and more. And um, the people who you had surrounded yourself with before are people who are no longer feeling good to you. And that's because your vibrations no longer match. So um, as far as her choosing to move out on her own, you don't want to leave something like that, especially if you're sensitive, up to kind of hoping that somebody who's in a negative place is going to choose to um, make your environment better that doesn't even really make any sense um, and that's another thing that um, I find is kind of a little bit of a, a, a thing that you want to be more aware of is it sounds like you're really wanting a lot of people to make decisions for you in your life and um, even just with the the friendship things that you were talking about so you need to take more charge, especially if you want to um, feel good as you're spiritually awakening. You need to take more charge of, of just your life and choices and things that are going to happen. And you need to take responsibility for having a very Zen environment. And in order to do that, you need to take action to really change roommates. That's just what's going to have to be is don't you never want to allow anybody with a lower vibration to dictate how your environment feels and that's what you're allowing to happen here by saying that and so you want to take matters into your own hands as soon as you're comfortable and can um, you know find another roommate situation you want to be active about it you don't want to be passive to a lower vibration person okay so that's really important all right there is so many questions. Um, keep them coming in the group because I'm going to keep adding them to the sheet. And as long as you guys are enjoying this, I will be doing some of my other regular podcasting stuff. But um, I definitely comment and let me know if you kind of enjoyed hearing some of these questions, um, Q&As, and if you enjoyed like um, just hearing me address them because I find that usually even when I do talks and stuff, if one person has a question, like a lot of other people usually have the same question. So they tend to like it when I answer questions for people. So this was actually really fun for me. So a couple of things that I want to um, point out to you before I go is uh, definitely, like I said, comment below. Let me know if you like this kind of formatted question thing. If you haven't gotten the Higher Purpose Learning Group, 
click on the link, ask to get in. We have a really nice high vibe group and I'm noticing you guys are all, your vibrations are raising nicely in the group and it's, it's really a nice space. But I am doing a giveaway and that was something that I wanted to let you all um, in on. If you don't know, um, which I'm sure you do, but we have opened the our company, the Spiritual Guru. It's called Spiritual Guru Box. It's Spiritual Guru, but the, the website is spiritualgurubox.com um, because that was open. And uh, we have some such cool stuff that we've gotten in and things that we use, like uh, my family, where's the jewelry? Um, it's stuff that we personally use. We have the stones. Anything that we like, we get onto the website. And so that's been really fun. But anyways, we're doing a giveaway of a shocker box. It's a super cool box. Um, you will be able to click on the link that I post and see what the giveaway is. But I'm also going to be doing a half hour mentorship reading with the shocker box. Like so whoever wins will get a half hour mentorship reading where you can we can talk about um, we're going to talk about whether you're a healer, um, what your spiritual gifts are, how to be utilizing those spiritual gifts. You can ask me any questions. Mentorship readings are actually super fun. People love them. And so that it's like, I, I can't remember what the packages are worth. It's like 400 and some dollars worth of stuff and, and with a mentorship reading. So definitely enter and check that out. Also, um, for those of you who got in on my Black Friday deal, I, people ask me still, are you still doing readings? Yes, I'm still doing readings. And I ran a half price Black Friday deal. If you may or got in, may not have. I, I'm still doing readings from that because I booked so many of them. Um, but anyways, you'll definitely want to be on my email list because I will probably be doing, um, I've decided from that. I had so many people that were so grateful. They were just like, oh, thank you so much because I've been wanting to do this, but um, I didn't have the budget to or whatever. And then you ran a special and it was so fun and gratifying for both me and who I was reading that I enjoyed it so much that I'm definitely going to try to commit to at least running a special once, maybe twice a year um, for those of you who have are on a tighter budget. So that was super fun. But anyways, do not forget to get in on the giveaway because it's going to be a really cool giveaway. And uh, if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe because I'm getting on my um, podcasting schedules. Like I'm like super excited to be putting out some new podcasts. So don't forget to subscribe to YouTube. Um, if you're on there, I'm going to try to see if I can find that angel meditation, maybe throw that up for you guys. Um, don't forget to subscribe to iTunes or whatever. And don't forget to um, join the Higher Purpose Learning Group. If you want other information on readings or whatever, you can go pop on over to keystothespiritworld.com. But until next time, have the most amazing day. Aloha.